0: Welcome to Can I Offer You Some Feedback? My name is Sara, and this is the podcast for those who have a complicated relationship with feedback and are looking to hear from real people across levels and industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. Before we dive in, I'd like to introduce our guest for the podcast today, Rene. He's a founder of a product innovation firm with extensive training and experience in industrial design. Welcome to the conversation. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, let's kick things off with the main question of the podcast. When I ask the phrase, can I offer you some feedback? What is your gut reaction when you hear that?
1: If you say those exact words to me, my first reaction is you're about to give me some some pushback, something negative, something that says, oh man, you really screwed something up. So this creates anxiety. I get instant anxiety and it's been that way ever since I was a kid. Mm. But the anxiety goes up or down depending on who's saying this and what the context is, right? If the context is a situation that you're reviewing me as an employee or my socks don't match or you're saying the drawing I did is horrible, it changes my level Mm -hmm. of anxiety probably and probably my level of. Defensiveness.
0: Yeah, but the gut is still the same. Oh, yeah. And I think that's very real for a lot of people that, you know, initially the feel is one way, but depending on the relationship, depending on the situation, depending on the purpose of the conversation can really change <laughs> and affect how it goes from there. For sure. I'm curious, you know, do you prefer to be the giver or the receiver of feedback?
1: Neither. <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't wanna <laughs> I I don't like to be either based on a lot of reasons. And I think I've trained myself over all these years in so many situations to be able to take and give whatever this pushback is. And and I guess I call it pushback. See, that's already, Mm. I look at it with that anxious eye of pushback. When I give, feedback, I tend to overthink a lot of times. Is my feedback going to be heard? Is this person's insecurity going to throw huge roadblocks and walls and defense mechanisms up as mine do? And mm. how could I really get the right information out there? When I hear feedback, and this is something I'll definitely want to talk about, is going back to art school or design school mm. and where I really learned to train myself on receiving feedback. And, and that's mm-hmm. a whole, whole different thing. So there's there's so many parts of it I overthink giving and the receiving of feedback. Mm. So it's more challenging than <laughs> than one or the other. So I don't like giving or receiving for that matter. How's that? <laughs>
0: And, and I think that's interesting, you know, from a certain perspective, your work is constantly getting feedback from folks. How's this design work? How's this process? How's, you know, this way that we're going about thinking about innovation, right? It's all feedback. That Part of the, the joy and, and the challenge of running your own practice is it's all feedback all the time. But I appreciate that you don't have a preference for either <laughs> necessarily. No, I don't. Necessarily. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's a, when you're thinking about feedback, how do you define meaningful feedback? feedback.
1: There's so many different ways of defining it to me, all the personal words and empathy. Empathy is king in everything in what we do as designers and what we do as researchers and learning about opportunities and really lending that ear and, and listening. I think when you truly listen, truly want to understand what the situation is and really be sincere about this, it's it's huge because then you can then only then you can give constructive feedback. It's the context of the situation, it's the person. So as I say, when I overthink things. The situation. Mm-hmm. I, I think deeply about the person on the other side, whether giving or receiving. Uh, I think about the context. I think about if I know them, what their history is, what they're trying to do, want to do, and then I run all these things through my mind. Because w- meaningful feedback, I've messed up in the past by jumping on something too quickly, mm-hmm. especially using my assumptions, rather than Doing that, it's taking the time to listen, taking the time to understand Mm -hmm. their situation to make it meaningful so they hear you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love that you're bringing up how context, getting more context about the person, about the situation, that information gathering means you can do a better job. Of responding to it. Because in absent of context, I don't know, right? Like, you know, I I don't know enough to make sure it's impactful. I can still give the feedback, right? Like, let's say you've made a piece of art, I can give feedback knowing nothing. But if I don't have an appreciation of the time in which it was created, the medium that was used, the intentionality, that person's background, what the movement was that was going on around, like, all of that changes, what the art piece is or how the work is being interpreted. I know tying it back to the art in this way, but whatever our product of work is, that context provides a lot of extra meaning.
1: You know, tying it back to art, as you say, too, is I think it's relevant to everything we all do. So if I refer to art, I'd say something that you created. So we'll look at it that way. So whatever it is you created, whether you're writing something, whether you're presenting, you're speaking, you're creating a deck or a PowerPoint at work, this is your work. This is your art. This is your creation. So, whenever you you get to the point where that creation is part of you, that's where things get personal, and that's mm-hmm. why that defense goes up, no matter what. So, I say calling all any of this stuff art is just your personal creation. It's still going to mm-hmm. be something that's going to be hard to receive feedback on,
0: right? Because it's something that's a reflection of you, for sure. I'm wondering if you can share an example or an experience when you saw that meaningful feedback delivered.
1: Going back to, to art school again, too, is move forward to today where I have an innovation consulting business where we have clients who come to us and it's something where we will go to them and do the research and find out that maybe you have to say their baby's ugly. You have to say all that you put millions and millions of dollars into something, but you're not solving the problem or you didn't identify a problem that the, the consumer has. And now it's on us to explain that to them and how we can help make it better but it's really hard to do but i think my approach to all this does it goes back to to art school and for instance there was a it was a drawing class and and you would have an assignment everyone would hang their drawings on the wall and this guy was well known for ripping your stuff off the wall like this is a this is work you created and he would take your stuff and rip it off the wall it was like Hard knocks of, you know, here's here's this beautiful thing that I created, and someone is uh, is knocking it down. It, it really did help me get to the point where it's a little easier to tell someone that their twenty million dollar baby's ugly.
0: <laughs> but and I I love that you're bringing in the peer element here, right? Because. Again, the example you're sharing is an art school, but in any context, when when we work on a product, when we work on a process, when we design or develop something tangible or intangible, we need feedback from other people on, is it working? Is it effective? Is our baby ugly? (laughs) You know, to to use your terms. But if we haven't taken the time to have relationships with that folks, right? You mentioned your classmates. If you're a jerk the rest of the class, you're not going to get any kind of good feedback, right? It's just going to become, how do I stick it to you? Right? Right? Rather than how do I make sure this was actually helpful. <laughs> and so you kind of touched on that relationship aspect of what What do I get out of this conversation? And I get what I've given. And probably the first person to go <laughs> sets the tone <laughs> for the rest of the class. That's true. Um, oh, yeah, you said that about mine. You just wait three three pieces from now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I think. But that's true in, in work as well, supporting each other's projects, supporting each other's initiatives. That could be seen as well.
1: Yeah, it's true. Because that when you think about working with your associates back in school, you're all in competition with one another. Say in design school, we're all trying to get that hot new design job. We want to be the best in class and and land the gig. So you learn how to be creative competitors. You learn how to be collaborators sometimes. And and so, all right, here's some honest feedback. I'm hoping you're going to give me some honest feedback without being punitive, making it a personal situation of me versus you. And that's how it moves into the workplace. There's a Mm -hmm. a buddy of mine, this fellow has reviews that he gets people above him, below him, on the same level to all provide input for him. So talk about Mm. feedback. (laughs) We were talking Mm -hmm. about that last night, and and it was very interesting to hear how they go about doing all that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, let's say I'm in the business of, of handing out wishes. If I could grant you a wish for people to do one thing better regarding feedback, what would it be?
1: I go back to empathy. I go back to Mm. understanding, taking that deep breath, maybe asking more questions. So I hate feedback slash what someone call advice. I, I hate that, right? Advice is, that's tricky. Who's really able to give you advice if they're not in your shoes? So feedback is something that if you build that empathy, ask the questions, understand the context, understand all the pieces of the puzzle, then and only then I feel like you're really in a position to provide good feedback for the person that's going to be relevant and that they'll hear and maybe not be defensive about. There are some people that that are known to be the wrong person to ask. Uh, you know, don't ask Timmy because that, that cat's always negative about everything. And mm. suddenly mm-hmm. they don't get asked. And then men, people don't mm-hmm. don't provide for them. So it's mm-hmm. it's building those relationships and understanding.
0: And it's a shame if no one ever tells Timmy that their delivery <laughs> is the issue, right? Because well, I'm sure well, Timmy, yeah. picking on Timmy, I'm sure Timmy's got great insight, but how they're going about doing it.
1: Yeah. You know. I, I there, was, there was someone with whom I worked in the past, and this is where I overthink, no matter how I approach feedback, this person would be very upset with me. Always defensive. Mm-hmm. I could be the pal. I could be the coworker. I could be the employer. I could be all of these things. And no matter what it was, if the feedback wasn't what the person wanted to hear, they just wouldn't hear me. And It's Mm -hmm. not constructive that way. No matter Mm -hmm. how I tried to construct the constructive feedback. Mm It just wasn't hurt.
0: Right. And there's a point at which I'm sure maybe you realize nothing about how I deliver this is going to make it work. They don't want to hear the feedback, right? (laughs) You know, I I I can wrap it in a bow. I can bring cookies (sighs) with it. I can, you know, it's not me. There's something else going on that's preventing this person from being intentionally or or otherwise, you know. Yeah.
1: No no matter how much frosting and sprinkles I put on this cake, they're not going to want to eat that cake.
0: <laughs> right, it's right. not.
1: because they know they that. know
0: what kind of cake it is. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, Renee, for the last question of our time together, can I offer you some feedback?
1: can you offer me some feedback? Well, you're great because you have offered me some feedback on some of our calls in the past. So well, one thing is I would say, how can you help me get this Weatherhead group back together again uh, on a regular basis? There's some <laughs> feedback you can use. But, but in this group, I think one of the things that you've been great with is asking me questions that were probing questions that challenged my assumptions based on like running a business, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. if you recall. The way you did it was great because I didn't feel defensive. I thought, oh man, this this is a great question. And I never really thought about it. And I did not have a good answer for you. So Mm. I have been thinking about the question for a long time. Yeah. But I'll say, give me some feedback on how I can help get the band back together. How's that? You know?
0: (laughs) And I can certainly kind of focus it around that as well. What I've found so helpful throughout the many months, (laughs) years at this point, that we've been connecting, I have so valued your openness, your patience with process and what you touched on a little bit earlier the sincerity with which you're connecting you're curious you're asking questions and you know to the feedback that you offered me you know I don't always ask folks probing questions i have to feel like they want to hear it there's a little bit of genuine curiosity on my part like i have the question but whether or not i'm asking you <laughs> indicates that i think you might be receptive to it and i think for me i've really appreciated and felt like you have a very kind of calming space and openness that you offer folks, regardless of where they are, kind of on their business journey or on the management path or, or, or what it is that they're doing. I'm sure your team is also appreciative of it and, and the folks that you work with. And specifically to our group, maybe thinking about how other folks feel like they've got a space to be open. They've got a space to be a little more curious. I know our original conversations had a lot more structure and maybe that's helpful for folks or had, you know, some specific questions to think about, you know, perhaps uh, it's something to explore.
1: It's building trust and building those relationships. That's how you build a meaningful feedback.
0: For sure. Well, Renee, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. And thanks to you for joining us in another episode of Can I Offer You Some Feedback? You can reach me at podcast at We would love to hear from you on your thoughts on feedback or any other perspectives you'd like to hear from next. And as always, give us a quick rating on your platform of choice and share this podcast with a friend. And I'm hoping that tomorrow you take a chance and offer some feedback when it's needed most. Can I offer you some feedback is a production of evergreen podcasts hosted by me, Sarah, Esmael Bartlett. Our production team includes Nigel Galladay and gray Longfellow. We'll see you next time. Welcome to don't retire graduate the podcast that asks you what you want to be when you grow up so you can graduate into retirement with a purpose and a passion, whether you're 25 85 or any age in between. Gain actionable financial and mindset tips from your favorite authors, podcasters, and influencers to help you reach that exciting next chapter. Listen now and start building your path to financial freedom and reframing what retirement can mean to you. This is your host, Eric Brotman, reminding you, don't retire,
1: graduate.